Welcome to the Hope Sheds Light Rise with Hope podcast. I'm Pam. This season, I hope you join us for the Recovery Speak series. Each month, my guest and I will take a deep dive into the topic of recovery. We hear a lot about addiction, but in the Recovery Speak series, we will learn what recovery is, what it looks like, how it shows up in our communities, families, and friends. We will take a special look at how stigma can stand in the way of hope and healing and what some people are doing to overcome that. Please join us as we tackle the real issues, share actual experiences, offer a little strength, and provide a whole lot of hope. Hey everyone, this is the Rise with Hope podcast. I'm Pam from Hope Sheds Light. Thanks for joining us today. The Rise with Hope podcast was um, created to uh, have a discussion with the community about recovery and, um, you know, bring a new light and a new story to the field of addiction. Today, I have a very special guest. Robbie is with us. Um, He's going to share his experience, strength, and hope with all of you. Hi, Robbie. Hello. How are you today? (laughs) Hey, awesome. Thanks for being here. Um, I just, if you don't mind, just, you know, tell us your connection. How'd you get connected to the you know recovery and what is your role in the monmouth county community okay so i got connected with recovery um because i myself had an issue and struggle with addiction and i found myself um using uh against my will basically i found myself using unable to stop wanted to stop and couldn't stop found myself crying and using at the same time Mm. and um so i needed the help uh and i took advantage of some help some of it was from the legal end of it. And so therefore uh, I had an accountability and um, I didn't want to get, go to jail. So I had a probation officer and I went through a drug court system and Monmouth County drug court. And um, so now here it is years later, graduated from drug court. And I feel like I have something to offer to give back to the community nice. um, to help people. Um, why let my, what I, my struggles be in vain. Right. So I can turn that into, transform it into being a positive example and also um, helping people just by sharing what I went through and people can take it and use it for their own Mm -hmm. uh, recovery path. Yeah, I hear hear that a lot. So something that's a common theme for people who are working a really nice recovery program is that they like to give back. They like to share what what they received. Does that help you keep your recovery? tremendously yes uh you know i've i feel like i've gone through a process where i you know i have um i feel like i need to be in service um it's part of it is my personal you know feeling like i'm maybe not worth it uh you know that i'm not enough whatever Mm -hmm. the conditioning in my past was in my personal story uh feeling unloved feeling ununderstood feeling unappreciated even though that may not be it's debatable what's reality for worth what i interpreted the world that happened what was happening around me Mm -hmm. however um, by giving back and feeling you know worthy feeling needed is helping me to stay on my path of recovery whether that's healthy or not is you know a matter of perspective uh how much i do but uh I um the rewards are are invaluable and so like just an example of that is I go to my regular a weekly regular recovery uh, meeting mm-hmm. and I'm the key holder 
for the building. Right. So I, you know, that in a way keeps me plugged in and I need to stay plugged in from day to day, week to week and month to month. Right. So, you know, I'm going to back up a, a smidgen before I spring forward to the Robbie I know. You referenced drug court as part of your history. I just want to go there for a second, if that's okay with you. Sure. You know, it's controversial. I hear people who say drug court saved their life. I hear people who say it's too cumbersome and, and, and you know, overbearing, and it can be a detriment to somebody's progress. But you you mentioned the accountability piece. How important is it? for people to have that or at least you i know you can't speak for everybody what was your impression of drug court and that whole accountability piece how did that help you um there's a couple things with that Mm -hmm. one i have often shared that if the consequences were removed if you could somehow go into a world where there was no consequences for using Mm -hmm. uh that i still wouldn't want to go use right um even though that's not realistic, you can't remove using is isolating. Using is, is not connection. It's like addiction. The opposite of addiction is, is, you know, like losing connection with people. And so there, there's no way to remove all the consequences, but if there was no legal consequence, if there was no, none of that, um, I still wouldn't want to go get high. The reason is because the connections I'm making, the bonds of trust and real true connections, getting vulnerable, opening up, bringing forth new life with other people by sharing and giving mm-hmm. is greater than my reward that I ever got from getting high. So as long as I stay plugged in. Right. But the accountability, having a probation officer was helpful in that initial stop helping me to stop. Right. It was a simple thing. Uh, it was a Thursday. I was still using. I had to go see my probation officer on a Tuesday. I knew he was going to give me a UA, AKA you know, urine analysis, drug test. Mm-hmm. And if it was not clean, if it was positive for drugs, I was going to go to county jail. And I did not want to go mm-hmm. there. So uh, that helped me stop. Right. Um, so what helped me stay stopped was, like I just mentioned, right. getting involved in a community, a 12-step program for me personally, um, and then building those connections of trust. Mm-hmm. The simple things, it might sound silly, but like, for example, I was desperate to trust somebody and I was really interested in having somebody trust me. And I didn't realize that. Right. And so by showing up every week to a particular group, two, three weeks in a row, those other members that showed up began to say, hey, Robbie. And then next thing I knew, I'm like, well, they know my name. And then they started inviting me to participate, started inviting me. Hey, we'd love to have your input. Hey, will you take this commitment? Will you fulfill that commitment? Next thing I know, those little steps, you know, they say the thousand step journey begins with the first step. You know, the thousand mile journey begins with Mm -hmm. the first step or whatever, you know, and I had to just take that first step and trust. And it turned out that it felt good. So I love what I'm hearing. Um, I talk about this a lot. You know, there's one thing, what motivates a person to, get into recovery right or into treatment say but what's going to keep them there is what you're talking about now you know finding value in life finding you know a direction and purpose and connection these are all the things you know Mm. it's one thing to get there but what's going to keep you there and i always you know i advocate because i feel like our system of care isn't set up to provide those steps you know the thousand steps that someone has to take towards um, stabilizing a person's life and you not only are you talking about what you needed and what's resonated for you and you uh, the Robbie I know is dedicating 
his life to providing opportunity to give people a reason to stay in recovery. I want you to talk to me about Rec, Rec Rev. Okay. Uh, or the full name, because Re- I always Recover mess, Revolution. I always mess it up, is, so I'm just uh, going to do Rec Rev. Is, you know, uh, started and uh, this August will be six years mm-hmm. old. And uh, we are a 501c3 nonprofit. And our, we have a single primary purpose is to help people get into and stay in recovery. And we also, our philosophy is that we should work in cooperation with other organizations that are helping people with addiction, not in competition with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's a big thing. So it's, it takes the pressure off. We're not trying to compete with anybody else. We're just looking to help and work symbiotically together. Um, help is help. And right. uh, so one of the things we do is we have, we keep track of other organizations, other things that can help and direct people to those. You know, mm-hmm. we don't need to reinvent the wheel for other things that are, you know, uh, out there already. Right. Um, and so uh, we do things like send, um, like just last night, somebody had a job interview. It was their first job interview. They just moved into the house about 10 days ago, one of our recovery houses, and they got itself a job interview. So they were able to call and get a Uber ride to their first job interview. Nice. And we will also help them get to their first one or two shifts of work. Mm-hmm. Um, then this way we encourage them to say, once you get to work, talk to network with the coworkers. It's likely that somebody might live in the neighborhood right. or in your area and you can work something out with them to give you a ride to and from work if you're without a car. Little things like that, mm-hmm. you know. Big things like that. Big, they're big things. Well, yeah, yeah, that's true. Big things like that. <laughs> you, you know, you're um, you're providing a safe and clean, comfortable place for people to live. That there are no drugs and alcohol in the homes. You have, um, you know, uh, like-minded individuals who are showing newcomers a pathway, and then you're helping them take those first step. You know, several steps onto their thousand step journey yes yes and uh we take pride in the in the condition of the houses uh it's the idea is that it's a neighborhood and you follow the rules and regulations of the neighborhood the garbage goes out on this day bulk garbage goes out on that day they take they have chores they clean up each person has a different chore in the house someone does the kitchen someone does the bathroom Mm -hmm. and so on um any overnight stays out it's an automatic drug test or UA when you return. Uh, There's weekly house meetings where they check in with each other. It's supposed to be uh, put your cell phones down. Let's be present. Have one person at a time talk Mm -hmm. and everybody checks in. Uh, And that's a nice part of what goes on. Creating a support group. It sounds to me, you know, and I, you know, um, offering an opportunity to relearn some things or learn for the first time how to cooperate and collaborate and, you know, connect with people yes. and give back, you know, and, and give back. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it just sounds like everybody should want to be in recovery. <laughs> it <Right>? happens often <laughs> where when you talk about the give back part mm-hmm. that does. Uh, so someone in a house that's been there for three or four months, it would be considered maybe a senior member or someone that's, you know, for 18 months, even, you know, or a couple of years, there's no limit to, you know, each person's recovery is different. So some people might need three years other people might need six months mm-hmm. um in that three-quarter way kind of environment but the new people that come in they're there for two or three days two or three weeks that person does help them i see that it just happens naturally where they right. you know say hey we have this job or you this is where you can call this number or you can do this or that um and uh, help them get connected with jobs help them get connected with other programs that are in the community and stuff like that mm-hmm. 
So that really works out nice, too. Well, you're a great role model to a lot of people <laughs> that are coming into the program. But I also know there's a funny side to you. I think there's... um you. What is your last name? Are you Guidotti? Guidotti. I can. Yeah, that's a good Italian name. I just want to hear the forget about it. Can I just hear about it? <laughs> a little bit about. Yeah, it's actually easy. It's Guido, like, uh, and then G U I D O, mm-hmm. and then Guidotti. 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 Mm-hmm. Got it. <laughs> Got it. So the this podcast started um, in an effort to sort of continue a connection with our community during COVID. So it was uh, every day our staff would go online, live Facebook, and share um, our coping strategies or self-care practice uh, through the first wave um, when everybody was really scared and didn't know what was going on. So I like to wrap up our sessions with asking our guests, like, what, what's your self-care practice? What's your go-to when life hits you with life on life's terms? My go-to is definitely uh, recovery meetings. And I know when COVID hit, um, the group I was going to every week or weekly, uh, we, the next day, we went right on virtual. Mm. And we used the Zoom platform, and we didn't miss a beat. As soon as the weather got nice enough, we started going outside in the parking lot, uh, and we had our meetings outside. Um, and then now we're back back to you know regular in-person meetings. But that's been something. The reason that is is... It's like I feel less alone. You feel connected. You can hear other people going through what they're going through, and you just feel like me too. Those me too's are very powerful, and you feel like, wow, okay, I'm not the only one feeling this way. I'm Mm -hmm. the only one that been has been through a certain thing, and that togetherness. So I, the we is a powerful thing. Gotcha. A small word, but a very powerful one. Connecting to the we, I like that. Anything that's interactive has been my go-to with others, using the phone. Going to a meeting, that kind of thing, you know, building connection. Good, really good advice. So I'm going to try this. It's Robert Guigotti. (laughs) Is it close? Guido. Guidotti. Guido. Oh, Guido. No. Guidotti. 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 Robert Guidotti. Thank you for joining us today. Everybody should go check out Recover Revolution. I got it right. Um, Because it's a great organization. Um, You could support them if you need recovery housing. I would highly recommend you reach out to that group. Um, I want to thank you for joining us today on the Rise with Hope podcast. Everybody out there, thank you for joining us. Make sure you go to the Hope Sheds Light website, um, sign up. You can register or subscribe to our podcast there. Um, Thank you. Have a great day. Awesome. Thanks. Thank you for joining us today on the Hope Sheds Light Rise with Hope podcast and the Recovery Speak series. If you are enjoying Rise with Hope, you can join us by subscribing on iTunes. The Recovery Speak series is supported by Monmouth Cares of Monmouth County and the Ocean County Health Department. We really want to hear from you. Please send in your comments, share your stories with us. Let us see how recovery is working in your life and in your communities. You can visit us at hopeshedslight.org. Have a great day, and we'll see you next month. Thank you for listening to Rise with Hope.